You're listening to a podcast from Penny's Hill Practice. This podcast was recorded in October 2020. Any references to social distancing and infection control were valid at the time of recording. Hello, welcome back to our podcast series brought to you by Penny's Hill Practice. I am Dr. Jeff Hamp. Hello, I am Dr. Sam McGinley. We hope you're well and we are happy to have you back with us this week on the podcast. Now, last week we discussed prostate disease in readiness for Movember, which is this month. If you haven't had a listen, do remember to have a listen after this podcast, as well as our other podcasts on men's health. Now, this time on the podcast, we are discussing how to stay well in winter. Yes, it really has turned cold and wintry in the last few weeks. And for some people, the winter weather can make their health problems worse and even lead to serious complications, more so in those aged 65 or over or if you have a long-term health condition. So we'd really encourage all of you to have a listen to this podcast. And if it's not for yourself, then maybe for your neighbours or family or friends who might be susceptible to the winter weather. It certainly has got colder. And with the clocks going back two weekends ago, the days now do have a wintry feel to them. Now, we do thank all of you for listening to us and continuing to listen and for getting in touch with us. We're always looking for new ideas and topics and suggestions. And if you do have a suggestion for a topic or a guest for us to have on, please let us know and we'll see what we can do to make this happen. Now, as we are talking about staying well this winter, this is a good time just to remind you about some of the really good infection control measures that you can take to prevent you from catching and spreading any winter bugs. And this will include coronavirus this year. As you will be aware, the numbers of coronavirus cases are increasing globally again, and now is the opportunity to help keep the numbers as low as we can. So remember, the most important things that you can easily do are firstly, wash your hands really well with hot water and soap and doing this frequently and for at least 20 seconds. Secondly, remember to do this when you get into your house or when you get into work. Thirdly, remember to do this before you eat or drink anything, after you've coughed, sneezed or blown your nose and definitely before you touch your face, mouth, eyes or nose. Yes, we really do want you all to stay safe and healthy, so please remember those simple things that Sam has said. Everyone did really well at the start of this year with lockdown and keeping the country safe, and we can do it again. Okay, so let's get on with this week's podcast, so sit back with a cup of something warming to keep those winter chills out, and enjoy this week's podcast. So let's start by expanding a little more as to who is the most at risk from cold weather. Well, as we said, anyone aged 65 or over and people with long-term health conditions are at increased risk from cold winter weather. Also, babies and children under five, people on a low income, people with a disability, people with a mental health condition, and also pregnant women are at an increased risk in the cold weather. Yes, and we ask these people to keep a close eye on their general health during the cold winters and to get in touch with your local friendly pharmacist as soon as they feel unwell, even with a cough or a cold. That's right, your pharmacist is the best person to go to first for anyone in these groups and can give you trusted treatment advice for a range of minor illnesses. And if you feel you need to, they will advise you to see your doctor. And remember, the sooner you get advice, the sooner you are likely to get better. Now, if possible, we recommend if you are unwell that you call your pharmacy or contact them online before going in person. If you need medical advice when the pharmacy is closed, then you can call 111 or go to 111.nhs.uk on the internet. 
Normally, over winter, the illness most people are worried about is flu. This year, of course, it's a little bit different, but that's not to say that flu isn't something to be worried about. There have been reports that some experts believe that having both flu and coronavirus at the same time is much worse than having them individually and more likely to lead to serious complications and hospital admission. So we really do recommend that you do everything you can to avoid getting flu. If you have ever actually had influenza or flu, you will know just how poorly you feel. Have you ever had it, Jeff? Yes, I've actually had it a couple of times. And I remember having it just after qualifying after medical school and being ill for a good two weeks, not being able to get out of bed and feeling really poorly. I'm actually pleased to say I've never had it and hope I don't. But having flu really does make you ill. You are often bed bound, feverish, poorly, and it can take two weeks or more to recover from it. Yes, I remember my trainer when I was training to be a GP used to say that you knew you had flu rather than a cold. If you imagined yourself in a bed in the middle of a field and on the edge of that field was a briefcase with £100,000 in it. If you had flu, so influenza, you still wouldn't get out of bed to go and get that briefcase. You really do feel that ill. So flu or influenza can lead to serious illnesses alongside it or as a result of it. And that can include pneumonia and bronchitis. And it is really important that we understand that it can be fatal and our risk of complications is higher if we are older or pregnant or if we have a long term condition. So to try and prevent you from getting flu, we recommend you have your free NHS flu jab for those who are entitled to it. And if not, that you pay for one from your local pharmacy. And if you're over 65, you are also eligible for the pneumonia immunisation, which will help protect you from pneumonia. There are other people also eligible for the pneumonia immunisation, and we've put links in the podcast description with more details. Now, do you know what the recommended temperature is for your home to be classed as safe in the winter months? 20 degrees, 21 degrees, 24 degrees? Well, if you're not very mobile or you are over 65 or have a long term health condition such as heart or lung disease, we recommend you heat your home to at least 18 degrees and overnight keep your bedroom at 18 degrees and keep your window closed if possible. If you are under 65, healthy and active, you can safely have your home cooler than 18 degrees as long as you are comfortable. For everyone, we recommend using an electric blanket in bed to keep warm or a hot water bottle, but not both. And we recommend that you're very careful not to put boiling water in a hot water bottle so you don't get burns. And be sure to check both your hot water bottles and electric blankets are safe and sturdy and they don't need replacing before you use them. Have at least one hot meal a day. Now, eating regularly will help to keep you warm, as will having hot drinks regularly. At dusk, draw your curtains and keep your doors closed to block out drafts. To reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, babies should sleep in rooms heated to between 16 and 20 degrees Celsius. Remember to get your heating system checked regularly by a qualified professional. If you have gas or an open fire or a burner that uses solid fuel or gas, please make sure you have a working carbon monoxide alarm and remember to be fire safe with all heating appliances. Now, you may be able to claim both financial and practical help with heating your home. And there are grants such as the winter fuel payment and the cold weather payment. And we've put links to this information as well as information on how to reduce your bills, as well as how to make your home more energy efficient in the podcast description. And finally, as we said before, even if this advice doesn't apply to you or if it does, remember to check on older neighbours and relatives and those with lung and heart problems and make sure that they are safe and well. They're keeping warm enough, especially at night, 
and that they have stocks of food and medicine so that they don't have to go out in the very cold weather. Just keeping in touch with someone, even a quick phone call to check they're okay, can be a comfort and sometimes is the only human contact that some people get on these long, cold, miserable winter days. If you are concerned about a relative or an elderly neighbour, contact your local council or call the Age UK helpline on 0800 678 1602. That's 0800 678 1602. The lines are open 8am to 7pm every day. If you're worried that someone is suffering from hypothermia, contact NHS 111 immediately. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast. We do hope that this has been helpful and interesting for you. As we always say, we use a variety of resources for the information we give you in our podcast to try and ensure that it is the most up-to-date as well as the most applicable. Yes, that's right. And remember, after you've listened to this podcast, do check out the links in the podcast description where we've put some really helpful advice for you. Now, next week, we will be continuing the winter theme and we'll be talking about norovirus or the winter vomiting bug, as it is often referred to. This is another one of those bugs you really don't want to get. And we have put a podcast together to tell you more about it and the important things to do to prevent yourself from getting it. Yes, it truly is a great podcast. So do make sure you have a listen to next week's episode. And so you don't miss it. Please do make sure you're subscribed. So you are the first to hear when it comes out. And if you do like listening to us, why don't you leave us a review or a like on your app so that others will know just what it is they're missing. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, please feel free to email us at our dedicated email address. That's, as always, pennyshill.podcast at dorsetgp.nhs.uk. We can also receive messages at anchor.fm forward slash pennyshillpractice forward slash message. And of course, you can use our website and fill in the form there. And it's a very warm hello to Sarah, Eric and Marie, who have all recently contacted us. We have sent you an email, so check your inbox if you haven't got it yet. And if you have any pearls of wisdom that you would like us to share with our listeners, then please feel free to share them with us and we will give you a mention too. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn and Amazon Music, as well as many other podcast platforms. And as we said earlier, do subscribe on your app so that you're first to be notified as soon as our latest episode is released. And please do leave some feedback so other people know what it is like to be a member of our little podcast family. And don't forget, if you've got one, you can listen to us on your smart devices, so your Amazon Alexa or your Google Home device. And you can also listen to us in the car through internet radio on TuneIn through Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Thank you again for listening to us on the Penny Sale Practice podcast. Stay safe and we'll see you soon in the next episode next Monday. Bye. Bye.